Welcome back to the Crush Your Goals with Christy podcast, your place for clarity over confusion, community over competition, and the confidence to crush your goals. I'm your host, Christy Johnson. I'm a wedding photographer, a business consultant, and an online educator for creative entrepreneurs. I believe that you were built to belong that you're not alone, that there's power in community, and that you can have a life and a business that you love. And on this podcast, I show you how with actionable steps that will help you build your dream life every single day. Today, we're talking about how to streamline your booking process to save you time, make you more money, and ultimately make you happier. So let's dive right in. You know the feeling when you get a new inquiry in your inbox And you're like, oh my goodness, someone wants to work with me. It's so exciting, right? It means your marketing efforts are working and it's such an amazing feeling. But getting a new inquiry is also a little bit stressful because now you have to close the sale. I used to drop everything when I would get a a new inquiry and I would take time to respond to it right away because I was like, oh, they need to get back. I need to get back to them because they go with whoever's going to respond faster. So even if it was 11 p.m. or I was on vacation, responding quickly was my first priority. But now I don't do that anymore because I have a booking workflow that responds automatically to inquiries. It tells them exactly what they need to do next. It tells them their next steps. It answers their most pressing questions because honestly, a lot of the questions that people ask in the initial stages are exactly the same as every other person that inquires. So it tells them the frequently asked questions, gives them answers to what they need to know, tells them the next steps, and it makes me look good too because they get an email right away. It shows that I'm professional. It gives um, the pricing guide, the FAQs. They, they, they They are like, wow, they're really organized. I had someone say, you're a little bit more than we were wanting to pay, but your organization, your communication really made us wanna work with you. So- It's really, really important. And I'm going to talk to you about how you can create an effective booking process for your business and streamline this part of your business. And here's a brief overview of what we're going to talk about in this episode. So number one, we're going to talk about what to put in your contact form so that people are more likely to inquire with you. We're also going to talk about what to include in your inquiry reply so that people are more likely to respond to you. And then what to put in your follow-up emails so that people are more likely to book. All right, so let's do this. First, let's talk about what to put in your contact form. The questions you ask in your contact form are actually super important. If you ask too many questions in the form, then potential clients will be less likely to fill it out. If you don't ask for enough information, then you'll make more work for yourself later having to go back and get that information from them. So you want to make sure that you get exactly the right amount of information. When people search for a business owner, or a service or whatever it is, they're likely communicating with like a lot of people at a time. If someone's looking for a wedding photographer, they may have reached out to 30 different wedding photographers that day. If they're looking for venues, they may have reached out to like 20 different venues that day. So they don't have time to answer a million questions. So you want to make it really, really easy for people to get in touch with you. At this stage, most people just want to see if you pass their vibe check and if you're in their price range. So don't overcomplicate it. This is what a contact form looks for me. Looks like for me. I ask for their full name. I ask for their email address. I ask for them to confirm their email address. If you don't want to do that, then ask for their phone number instead because I you don't want just one thing because they might type it wrong and then you have no way to get in touch with it. I've had that happen before where they put a typo in their email. I didn't ask for them to confirm their email and so I didn't have any way to get in touch with them. So either put 
email address and then confirm email address or email address and phone, okay? Then at, then I ask, what are you inquiring about? And there's a drop down with the different services that I offer. And they get an automatic reply based on whichever thing that they select from the drop down. And then there's a box for a message. So it's super simple. It's just five things, full name, email address, confirm your email address. What are you inquiring about? And then message. It's short and simple. I want to know their name. I want to know why they inquired and how to get in touch with them. And then Asking them what they inquired about is going to get them the information that they need. So they may inquire about a portrait session, a wedding photography um, package, a family session, or if it's business consulting, maybe they're interested in VA services. Maybe they want are interested in strategy calls. So I want to make sure that they get the information that they need. So I say, what are you inquiring about? Click from this drop down. If it's nothing related there, they can just put other and then it's a message. And if it's not a service that I offer, then I'm really not. Like, I don't care if they don't get the an automatic email because it's not as much of a priority for me because I've streamlined my offerings so that uh, I, I can focus on getting the type of work that I want. So it's short and swip, simple. Um, a lot of people are filling these out quickly. Now, next, let's talk about what to include in your initial reply. That was what to include in your contact form. Here's what to include in your initial reply. I cannot stress enough the importance of your first email to a potential client. It sets the tone for your entire relationship. Are you someone who's high energy, optimistic, loves bright colors? Then communicate that in your response. Do you enjoy creating luxurious, high-end experiences for your clients? Then you want to communicate that in your response. Is working with you going to be like working with an old friend? Is it going to be easygoing, laid back? Then you want to communicate that in your response. So no matter what, though, your response should be short and sweet. Do not send a long message. People are not going to read it. People are skimming emails. If it takes them too long to read about your process, then they simply will not do it. They'll burn too many mental calories, like Donald Miller says, and they'll likely move on to the next person on their list, okay? If you have a unique process, you absolutely should share about your process, but, but, in, but share about it in a way that is not super wordy. You can have a one-liner that says, this is why you want my service. Here's what will make, here's how my service will make your life better and what you can expect and how we are different. Make it two to three sentences max. If you want help with this, Donald Miller talks about this a lot in his book, Building a Story Brand or Marketing Made Simple. Those two books by Donald Miller are really, really good. Check them out. He can talk to you. He'll help you figure out how to create a one-liner. If you want to give them more information, make it available for them, but put it in a link. Give them two to three sentences to enlighten them, make them get curious, and then a link if you have a lot of information that you want to give them, okay? So give them a link to read more about a process instead of putting it directly in the email. If they see big paragraphs, they're going to be like, oh, this is too much. I'm going to move on to the next person, okay? Sometimes I, so, sometimes I go with a person who made it really easy for me to get in touch with them instead of like, send me a message. That's difficult. That means I'm gonna have to think of words to say. If they're like, here's a link to schedule a call with me. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that 100%, okay? So this reply needs to be automatic. That way they can find out key information about you and figure out if you're someone that they wanna work with. Not everyone's gonna wanna work with you and that's 100% okay. Be yourself and you'll attract the customers that you want. You can set up this response email to go all out automatically through an email service provider or by using a lead capture form from your CRM, like 17 Hats, which is what I use, or HoneyBook, or Dubsado, or whatever. Now, in your initial response, 
First, express excitement and gratitude about their inquiry. This is a potential new client. If they're getting, if you're in the wedding industry, they're getting married. You want to celebrate them. It's amazing. You want to express gratitude because there are like 30 different people that they're probably talking to. So the fact that they eat, and there's probably like a hundred people that they could have talked to. So the fact that they landed in your inbox is really, really amazing. So you want to celebrate that. Next, include a brief word about yourself, but keep it short. Okay. Keep it short. Then include a link to your pricing page. I also attached my pricing guide to an email, but I also do a link because sometimes people have trouble opening attachments. So a link to your pricing page, then a link to your processes or policies. For example, if you're a wedding venue owner, you would wanna say, here's a link to what's included in our uh, rentals and what the policies are because you want them to read about it, right? But you want them to get the information that they need. Then maybe a link to an FAQ page or a few blog posts on your most frequently asked question. This is going to really do a lot of work for you in qualifying the leads, answering those questions that you get all the time. Literally, people ask me the same exact questions all the time. What are your prices? How many hours? What do I get? If it's a venue, how many tables? How many chairs? If it's a florist, what's included? A makeup artist? You know, how many bridesmaids can you do plus me? How long do you need in the timeline? You know, those types of things. Should I wash my hair before a session? I mean, before I come in to have my hair done. So put those in there, put a link. And then I like to send them a questionnaire to get more information about their project. I believe all six of these elements are critical. Number one, express excitement and gratitude about their inquiry. Number two, include a brief word about yourself. Number two, a link, uh, three, a link to your pricing page. Number four, a link to your processes or policies. Number five, a link to an FAQ page or a few blog posts on your most frequently asked questions. And number six, a questionnaire to get more information on their project. You want to make it really easy for your clients to work with you. It used to be standard practice to give as little information as possible in a response email to get customers on the phone so that you could pressure them into a sale, but that's not how today's clients operate. They like to be informed. They don't wanna be left wondering what it will really be like to work with you. If you make it too complicated, they will simply move on to someone else. Numbers one to four are pretty self-explanatory is why you wanna include them in your process. So let's talk about numbers five and six, which is putting a link to an FAQ page in a questionnaire. These two questions will qualify the leads so that you only spend time on the clients who are super excited and ready to work with you. An FAQ page is a great resource to send potential clients because people are asking you the same questions all the time. I used to spend hours answering the same emails over and over, but I don't do that anymore. I get fewer questions because most people read the FAQs. In fact, they will even say, oh, I saw this. I, I, I give a sample timeline in some of my FAQs for weddings and they'll say, oh, my wedding is at 2 p.m. And based on, your t- on the timeline that you have, this is what I'm thinking. They'll be like doing work for me. It's amazing. So you want to have, it's, it's a really great thing to have an FAQ page. When I do get questions, also, if they didn't read it, I can just point them to the F- FAQ page rather than spend a lot of time writing out an answer. So you can make this something that you can add to in the future as you get more questions. If someone asks you a question, you type out a response, add it to the FAQs or make it a blog post or whatever. Last but not least, sending a questionnaire is my favorite part of the response. When I get a notification from 17 Hats that someone has answered my questionnaire, I get so excited because I know that the chances of becoming of them becoming a pay, paying customer are really, really high. By the time they get to this step, they've seen my prices. They know what my process is like. So I know that they want to get to work with me. I actually do not respond to inquiries unless they filled out the questionnaire, unless It's just a follow-up to say, hey, did you see this? Because sometimes it lands in their promotions folder or something. But it's simply not worth my time following up with people who don't like my process or who can't afford 
afford me. So spend your time on people that want to work with you. By the way, I don't put these the questions from the questionnaire directly in the email. I send it as a questionnaire in 17 hats. This way it doesn't clutter up the email with too many words. And at the end of the email is a button to the questionnaire. Above all, make it easy for your clients. Tell them their exact next steps and when they can expect to hear back from you. Literally tell them what to do. After you express excitement about the inquiry and tell them a sentence or two about yourself, your email could look something like this. I invite you to follow the next steps. Number one, review my pricing information. Number two, review my processes and policies. Number three, review my frequently asked questions. Number four, submit the questionnaire below. Once you've reviewed the above information, please fill out the questionnaire below so I can get more information about your project. After you submit your questionnaire, I'll be in touch within three business days on project availability. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be working with you. You can add some more words that include your personality, but literally I tell them, do these things. And notice how I told them multiple times about filling out the questionnaire because they are, they're probably just skimming the email. So I say, I put it in the steps. I also say, once you've reviewed the information, please fill out the questionnaire. I say, fill it, fill it out. I tell them again. And then after you submit the questionnaire, I'll be in touch. So they know, oh, I better fill out this questionnaire. Okay. So that's what you want to put in your initial email inquiry. Now, Follow-up emails are so, so helpful. So let me talk to you about what to put in your follow-up email. If someone hasn't filled out your questionnaire, you can actually send them an automatic reminder and you can set it up in your CRM. This way you don't have to worry about who's replied and who hasn't. And the only tasks that show up on your to-do list are communicating with inquiries that have already filled out your questionnaire. If you need help with this, um, you can check the tutorials for your CRM. A lot of them have really great customer support. You could ask them. Now, with their questionnaire responses in hand, you want to craft an amazing email that is sure to make them want to work with you. It's okay if these emails are on the longer side because you already know that they're ready to work with you. So it's time to show them how amazing working with you will be. Start the follow-up email off with more excitement and gratitude for their inquiry. Let them know you really appreciate that they, that they took the time to answer the questionnaire. Show them that they are valuable to you. Next, you want to connect with them on a personal level. If there was anything you personally resonated with from their questionnaire, let them know. Customers today want to feel connected to you. They love having things in common with you. So if they said, we love hiking and kayaking or whatever, and you're into that too, like say that. I once saw someone, uh, their picture was from Banff National Park and I had just gone there. And so I said, oh my goodness, I can't believe that you went to Banff National Park. I went too. It was so much fun. So connecting with them on a personal level like increases the chances that they're going to respond to you because they know that you have taken the time to get to know them. Also, if they have any questions for you, you want to take time to answer them excitedly and earnestly. Be sure to get specific and don't leave out any questions that they asked, okay? I once had I once reached out to someone when I was looking for wedding vendors. I, it was it was a particular wedding vendor. I asked, you know, I filled out their contact form. I got an email that said, "Hi, so and so, we're available. Period. Here's the information. Period." And like that was it. They didn't like. I was like, "Oh, are they like mad that I inquired with them?" That's just my personality. So I knew that 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 wasn't someone that I wanted to work with. I like to express excitement. Um. I love that. So you want to answer it excitedly and earnestly and let them know that they're valuable to you. 
Also, if they ask questions, get specific and answer those questions. Make sure that when you do this this in the email, you're going to be writing a lot more words in this. So you want to make sure that you're putting headings and you're bolding things and underlining things so that it's easy for them to get the information with just skimming. Keep it keep it as short as possible, but you can include more here because there you already know that they want to work with you. Finally, be sure that your email ends with a question. This is going to increase their chances of responding because it gives them an action item. We love a good action item. Clients today want things to be easy. So instead of saying, let me know if you would like to move forward, phrase it as a question like, would you like me to prepare a booking proposal for you? Or instead of, let me know if you have any questions, say, what questions do you have that I can answer for you? See, that's a question versus a statement. I've gotten so many more responses to emails by simply saying, what questions can I answer for you? Okay. Um, It's like when a friend is going through something, if you say, let me know if you need any help, they're probably not going to reach out to you. We say that like to feel better about ourselves that we tried, but we don't actually want them to ask us for help. But if you say, how can I support you? What can I do to support you? I got this from Rising Tide community leader, Wendy Zook. Wendy Zook. I don't actually know how to say your last name. I'm going to assume it's Zook. But I talk to her all the time. And I can't believe I don't know. But she does that. She says, how can I support you? What can I do to support you? And I know that she means it. So phrasing it as a question is going to go a long way. So leave them with a question so that they can respond. Give them an action item. They've just read a lot of stuff. But you only only want to give them one action item in the form of one question, okay? Make it easy for them. So the final step would be to send them a booking proposal with an invoice and a contract. If you use a CRM, like 17 Hats, HoneyBook, Dubsado, whatever, this step is a breeze. Your clients are going to be so impressed. You want to have a template ready to go. You should have one for all your packages that you offer, so you can just click a couple buttons. There might even be an option to start a workflow automatically and send them another questionnaire And if they say, I want to book XYZ package, it automatically starts a workflow. I know you can do this in 17 hats. It automatically starts a workflow and will automatically send them the proposal. So that's pretty amazing. All in all, bottom line is an effective booking process is going to save you time. It's going to make you more money and it's going to make you happier because you're going to get more clients. You're going to be landing more clients. You're not going to be spending so many stressful hours in your email anymore. So gone are the days of handwriting email after email answering the same questions. You can set up automatic emails to set with that. Give your clients the information that they want. Make it easy for them to work with you. If, if, if that's all you get from this episode, I want you to hear this. Make it easy for them to fill out, to do the next step. Make it easy for them to work with you. Follow up with a sincere email that connects with them personally and end your emails with a question so that they have an easy action item. Getting this down, it's going to save you hours of work. And you also won't worry about people ghosting you because the people that you follow up with will be those that are already interested in working with you. Like I said, the people who don't fill out the questionnaires, I don't care because they've moved on to someone else and that's okay. So instead of your inbox being a stress-filled pit of sales you're worried about landing, it's going to be a joy-filled pool of people excited to work with you. Doesn't that sound amazing, right? It sounds amazing to me and you can do this by following these simple steps. And if you need any additional support, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Christy Johnson Creative or email me Christy at ChristyJohnsonCreative.com or you can become one of my biz besties. I'm doing two months free in my biz besties mastermind 
I would love to see you there. It's so much fun. We're a community of creative entrepreneurs lifting each other up, cheering each other on, creating our dreams together. It is the best. You can join for free for two months at christyjohnsoncreative.com slash biz besties. All right, I'm really excited to hear about your streamlined booking processes. Tag me with your success stories. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was from this podcast episode and tag me on Instagram. I would love to know. And write a review. I never ask people to write for reviews, to write reviews. Go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and if you could write a review, that would be so amazing. It really, really, really does help out. All right, thank you so much. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.